You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The Commission for Gender Equality will be hosting a policy dialogue on school dropout of adolescent girls during pregnancy and in the postpartum period policy dialogue. This dialogue is informed by the CGE's recently published research report exploring reasons for school dropout by adolescent girls during pregnancy and in the postpartum period. The study investigated the social cultural, legislative, and economic factors that pose barriers uh, to school attendance by adolescent girls during pregnancy and after birth. For more on this, we're joined on the line by the Commission for Gender Equality Chairperson, Advocate uh, Ntabiseng Sepanya Mohali. A very good morning to you, Advocate, and welcome. Good morning, thank you. Firstly, tell us, what are some of the concerns that will be raised during this dialogue? Um, um, the the main concern that we uh, are, are raising because this would be a second one is actually the the the, the, the actual dropout rate, uh, but also the age of the teenagers. Uh, you are not talking here about an 18-year-old. We are talking about 10-year-olds, less than 12 years old, 12 year old. So we, we really are concerned. These are children who are leaving school because they are pregnant. Now, research was conducted in three provinces with the highest prevalence of adolescent pregnancy and the reasons for school dropouts by adolescent girls during pregnancy and in the postpartum period. Which are those provinces and, and, and what were the findings there? Okay, it's actually uh, Limpopo, Eastern Cape and Gauteng. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we found that the manifestations are similar in the sense that it is young girls around the age of 10, 13, but uh, the, 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 the similarities also end there, where you find that in some uh, instances it's more uh, like in Gauteng of experimentation right under the noses of parents, but in the Eastern Cape it actually is. A, a poverty because parents tend to follow up the person who has caused the pregnancy, negotiate with that person for a sum of money, and you know uh, all is forgiven. And we are saying we cannot have a situation like that. Uh, a, a, a sex with girls that age is actually statutory rape, and it has got to be dealt with as such. And what were some of the recommendations that came out of uh, the dialogue and, and the report, I beg your pardon, that could bring a lasting solution to these issues? Okay. That the, the, the young girls be, continue to be kept at school, number one, because a lot of them get lost out of the system, pushed mm. out of the system, whereas the, the boys, if it's boys who are involved, are kept at the school. Secondly, that it must be seen for what it is, it is statutory rape, and the people who have had sex with these children have got to be found, uh, sought, reported, prosecuted, and convicted, because this is a form of uh, 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 rape. Uh, the law says children that age 
cannot give consent. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. who, and who will be some of your stakeholders that will participate in this dialogue? The Department of Basic Education, for, for, for one, uh, school governing bodies, uh, NGOs that are working in the sex, uh, uh, sex and reproductive health sector, uh, advocacy NGOs that are advocating against poverty and all the manifestations of poverty. Uh, uh, what are those uh, religious-based NGOs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and in the end, after the dialogue, what's the next step then? The next step is actually to monitor that our recommendations are implemented. We are going to actually insist that we monitor that the girls are kept at school, number one. Number two, as I said, we are going to insist that there must be disclosure about who are the men or the young boys who have slept with these girls uh, uh, so that they fall pregnant because that is rape. Uh, sadly, we are actually going to advocate that the, 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 the practice, the common practice, which we are scared is, become a, is becoming a form of a custom, uh, be outlawed, be discouraged, be talked against, that you cannot uh, allow something like that to happen and then you say, you know, give me so much and, and I will forgive you. Uh, this form of this form of abuse, you must remember, actually perpetuates the cycle of poverty because that 12-year-old uh, who leaves school without any proper uh, credible level of education is actually going to be wallowing in, in, in poverty for the rest of their life. But the child that they will have is equally going to be in poverty, and therefore you, you are perpetuating money, you know, different levels of poverty and among different generations. Advocate, I thank you so much for your time and all the best of luck. Okay, thank you very much. Sir. That was the Commission for Gender Equality Chairperson Advocate Ntabiseng Sapanya Mohale. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.